Blog Talk Radio.
to the Ashe. communities and the people in Harlem. And so this evening here, we thought, uh, as we spoke earlier, that if we could share a little bit about, you know, what makes this important in 2015? What makes uh, your journey and, and all that we have in our hearts and our memories of our relationship to Abba Osirjimin Adefumi the first? that is so important in the lives of people who are not yet culturally awake. How how would you respond to that? Well, I would respond to that as of um, uh, the temple being restored uh, for the uh, neighborhood and where it uh, was originally birthed from, um, it is my honor to uh, try to open this up for the younger people in Harlem that all might be interested in this uh, and assist them into uh, being recruited into uh, Yoruba culture. We would now have a home base again in New York City, Harlem, to uh, establish uh, this wonderful building in honor of my godfather, Sergeant. Excellent, okay. excellent. Okay. Yes. And so, you know, I was thinking, and this was something that the Queen Mother and I were talking about, is, you know, light, light years of difference between who we were as those young people and who our young people are today. Um, and when you speak about that community center or that home base, that that central place where folks gather, you know, it it was really, I think there was such a surge and people were so drawn to hear our Godfather on the 125th and drawn to that first temple because they were clear that the Negro mentality that they were being represented by on Julio or, you know, the one little black person over here or black person over here, they kept, you know, they were, they came in outdoors because they knew that that was not who they were. In this day and age, how would you how would you uh, begin that conversation when when these young people do come in the doors of the temple? We'll go ahead and speak that in the positive when we are at the grand opening or grand reopening of the temple. Hopefully, maybe towards the end of 2016. What would be your welcome to these young people in terms of um, answering what they're searching for nowadays? Well, my answer would be uh, that they have. Uh finally came to um, a portion in their journey uh, that had set them into the Yoruba Temple to uh, observe and learn the culture. Um, I'm sure that it was just uh, more than um, just saying that uh, I would like to be a part of that it was something that would have to have to have drawn them to it. Some spiritual being would have mm-hmm. to have uh, drawn them uh, to be able uh, to reach that far. So happy at the end of that journey for them that uh, we were there uh, to pick them up and uh, set them on the right path and uh, teach them the things that uh, that they're hungry to learn. Excellent. And, you know, we're so fortunate to have Tori on the call with us this evening, a young person, indeed, that um, could could almost speak exactly to that. And if you would, Tori, give us a little bit of your um, perception of maybe how you met uh, this Royal Shango and exactly what she said. How was she influenced um, setting you on the, back on that cultural path in your life? Well, initially, um, well, the initial, my initial um, confrontation or, I guess, invitation to, uh, I guess, that realm, um, E.I., um, my mom was going through a few issues, and E.I. set up a, a, Shango, a Shango shrine. And actually, that very, very, very first night, I had a little experience with him in the I guess in the dream world, I was going to sleep. So that was my very first um, 
real spiritual connection. And she was all, a longtime friend of the family's, so she just felt that it was, you know, it was enough for me that we could really take in the things that she was showing us about the spirits mm. and being uh, being awakened and alerted. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah, I'm actually at work. I'm sorry about that, but um, <laughs> uh, it was uh, it was it was just really um, it was just a cultural awakening, and she was my mother's friend. So when, of course, if she was my mother's friend, she's my friend. And I just, um, I was always very, um, I guess, spiritually aware and, uh, you know, accustomed to what's going on around me because it's way bigger than just me. And um, that's really how I was brought to it. I think that if it's, uh, when people are, especially people my age, when they have seek sought out that guidance or sought out that spiritual, uh, I guess, uh, journey, a lot of the times they have to be, you have to be, a, it has to be a foundation there. So a lot of the times it depends on how I would do it. I would just say, come on and come, you know, come join in the festivities with us, have a plate, break bread, have a few and talk and then just keep it easy. I think the the simplest Sorry. way to anything. Excuse me. Yes. I'm cutting you yes. off, but let me ask you a question. Okay. Uh, sure. Would you say that um, I, as your godmother, introduced you to your Ruba culture? Yes, definitely. Um, mm-hmm. I had read about it before. It was it wasn't a complete introduced. mystery. Yeah, I, it wasn't a complete mystery because I um, I took a few religion courses in college and I was. I was always very um, intrigued about African religion and tradition and things of that nature. But the real, real introduction was from you. Yes, from my ear. My godmother showed me who mm-hmm. they were, what they what they stood for, and how they worked. Um, and that was definite. That was very, very important in my cultivation. Uh-huh. Throughout this, Thank you throughout so this much, Modupe, yes. Tori. You're welcome. So uh, that goes back to somewhat what I'm trying to say. Um, uh, Tori is uh, a product of what I'm trying to do, uh, and that is um, to open the doors and um, get more younger people initiated into Yoruba culture so that... Um, the legacy of uh, my godfather, Sergeant, uh will continue and uh, grow stronger uh, through these uh, younger people. Blessed be uh, the elder people in the religion that um, will be assisting to make that possible as well. Absolutely. As uh, Queen Mother and I were speaking earlier, we talked about a number of things that, that we could cover in, in tonight's conversation. And then as we were closing, you know, she hit a point that is always good for me, and we know you are just full of those stories. She said, you know, I just really want to hear more about this person. Since we've done this journey and this radio show, I've just researched and watched every video that I can that tells me, like, what kind of person was he really that uh, what speak on that charisma that, uh, you know, called us, each of us in our different roads, whether we were black nationalists or whether we were seeking uh, our own African spirituality, what was it? What was the magnetism, uh, Ia Baba, if you could tell us, that really, really not only attracted you to the culture through our godfather, but kept you there for some 40-plus years? Um. What kept me there for uh, uh, 47 years was um, I learned um, so much truth within this religion, and uh, everything that I touched happened for me within the religion, everything. Uh, I learned that Ocha works uh, slow, but it's sure. And I've learned all of these things uh, with just moving in the religion. And uh, I learned that 
um, a dream cannot be fulfilled if there's no um, loyalty to that person. I learned loyalty. I learned uh, what it feels like what? to be. I learned loyalty. No. I learned what it felt like to be loyal to uh, uh, one person. Mm-hmm. And uh, that loyalty became about because of what he was doing, he was doing it. He wasn't contradicting things. Uh, that, you know, saying one thing and doing another. You know, and actually, anything that he was doing and was and was saying was making me stronger and being loyal to him because he was speaking a lot of truth and things that I could see are happening and things that I could see he as a leader could do to make people stand up, listen, and believe. Mm-hmm. That's shame. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and as I hear that, I think how desperate um, many people are in the world today, and and had such hope as a, as a campaign slogan when President Obama came in, and you know what that means in in really having someone who represents the truth. I think that's that that's the core of it right there. Yeah, is that yes, when I we say, know the I truth, say. we recognize it. Ah, check. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and once uh, you once you once you once you meet a person like that, certain things are instilled in you. You know, mm-hmm. it's instilled in you how to function with people, how to get the truth across, and have them feel it to be true. Mm-hmm. What you are saying, what you mm-hmm. are saying. You know, and for those for those that may not be acquainted with the activities, could you tell us? Like, I know you've mentioned in shows before, but we won't assume that everybody who's listening this evening has heard all of the shows, that, of course, there would be weekly bembays. And maybe you could speak a little bit about the bembe, but then also, like, classes or aleke ceremonies or some oh, of the okay. things. Yeah, speak you, to that. you mean what would, I, uh, what would my functions be in the temple? Well, what would what would go on in the temple, you know, okay, during the week? Mm-hmm. What the functionings mm-hmm. would be there? Mm-hmm. Okay, that would be. Uh, is it that some of my plans that you would like to hear? Surely. My plans, yes, my plans are um, to have uh, temple drummers, at least three. My plans are to have a full staff for. Uh, the temple. Um, my plans are to have um, classes to teach Yoruba culture plus religion. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, having the functions, following the functions of the old temple from thirds, uh, having the uh, uh, Obatala uh, Bembe every Sunday. To worship every Sunday to worship. I say. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows every Sunday you come you come here just like you would go to a church and you worship, you know. Um mm-hmm. and I, I I would like to have a place that we have be very independent so that we could have uh we don't have to run out for lunch or anything like that. There would be a staff so we could have a nice meals while we're there and and uh, uh, when we give classes, if we're going to have classes for the younger people on Saturdays, they can have their little lunch there though, and, and, and just put all their time into that building instead of in and out, in and out. And mm-hmm. when everything is finished being functioned without being uh, broken, things being broken, going this place, okay, well, we're going to do this now after lunch, after you come back. You don't have to come back. You're already there. Mm-hmm. I said and uh, we're making everything convenient so that you can be there to learn without any distractions, okay? You go out for lunch in the street, you meet another friend. Oh, yeah, well, I'm in class right now. 
but uh, okay, uh, I'll make it up or I can do this. No, you're already there. You don't have any uh, thing to extract to mm-hmm. uh, on the, on those Sundays and on the days that we have classes. I would like to. Uh, I know people that uh, uh, will assist me with giving drumming lessons to the boys. I think uh, all the women should learn how to play an instrument uh, and learn, and uh, classes would be about them wearing the Yoruba clothes. Um, and, and, of course, market. You're such a like great market love. woman. I'm sure there will be crafts going on. Oh, most certainly. Most certainly mm-hmm. that. Uh, and then that's where I would come in. Iao Chun is very crafty. And, uh, you know, together we could do some things and, and teach. And Yaboom is very classy. Yaboom could teach the children outdoor living, how to survive, outdoor surviving. There's a lot of things that can go on our agenda for our younger youths. I see. To keep them interested and wanting to come to the Bimbe and learning them the prayers and learning them the chants and just let it be a learn a place to learn. That would be what I would be adding to this function, because it was really just a place of worship every Sunday. But we want to initiate there. We want to be able to do everything within the culture there. We want to be able to initiate people uh, uh, when we recruit them, initiate them to the Eleke ceremony and to their warriors, and then on to Ocha. All of those functions, making ocean and all that, will be done there. Oh, shit. And, of course, we wouldn't leave out ancestors and ancestors. Oh, I was, okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's <laughs> my role. Oh, yes. So, well, that, that goes without saying, you know. Uh, uh, we uh, three ladies are so used to, uh, uh, are so familiar with the ancestors that when we have conversations, uh, we just seem to think, well, that's ordinarily, you know, automatically included, you know. Mm-hmm. But you do have to be a little clear because there are people who are not ancestors, uh, know anything about ancestor worship. Why? Yeah, it's a little connection we have to make for them between family reunions and ancestor veneration, but mm-hmm. they'll get it, you know. Once we get our building, once mm-hmm. we get our building and... Uh, and get all of these places cornered off of what we're going to use this and what we can use that for. Once we get our building, we can function. There's no stopping us then. Which is so important. It is such an honor. Queen Mother House of Worship. And um, it's just such a, a honor to be in the presence of the elder that was there that can tell us what really happened. And being that I was transported to Brooklyn, to New York City, I find that it is imperative that the people, our people, Omo Duduwas, get initiated into a gungun because uh-huh. it gives us strength, because it gives us victory. And because there are our ancestors, and we are looking forward to uh, Iababa uh, facilitating that transformation for those who are there and uh, bringing the dream alive of our Arba, our Arba Jay Fumi. He said he I wanted can't. to have Yoruba, Yoruba temples in every city and state. And I, um, I, believe, I believe it is, as a people, we can do this. I don't think it's impossible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, we uh, uh, we plan to uh, take the temple a step of, a step farther, uh, rather than just having it for just a place of worship every Sunday. You know, we we, we plan on uh, uh, making um, this thing grow so the Abba can see. Oh, there's something has been added. Mm-hmm. You know. I and see. that would be the teachings and the classes and the and the, and the, you know uh, everybody who's crafty you know put their little crafts up for uh, in the 
Mark it. Uh, in the temple and everything, there's a special spot for that. When you come in there, you see all of this craft. You're going to have a craft room when you come in there, and you're going to have certain people's there, their names on their tables and, and uh, explaining their, their product. And um, just having it looking real spiritual in there, everything that they buy will be spiritual, and it will have meaning and will be blessed. Mm-hmm. And of course, a room that gives the history. Door. Wouldn't mm-hmm. it be nice to have a room that has the whole history of the cultural restoration movement and, yeah, yeah, and the pictures of our, of our Godfather? And, yeah, so that that's people say, you know, be set up. They can, yeah, maybe chronologically, they can really see what brought the Alba from uh, uh, Matanza, Cuba in 1959, all the way up to uh, the founding of an African town in America. That's a rich history, and it mm-hmm. certainly is not in the books in the schools. And a man that has brought this history, and uh, the ones that can still remember and have some, uh, uh, have some of this history saved, you know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. They're here for a reason, you know? Excuse and, me. Uh, yeah, Baba. Yes. Um, we have a caller who called in. Oh, and wonderful. I hope it's the king. Is that correct? Okay. Uh, 814. We have you on. Yes, I'm here. I'm Alafia. I'm Alafia. Oh. Alafia. Alafia, who's online? Who, what is your name? Yes, this is Lori Ayoka Efafimi. Alafia, <laughs> my dear. Alafia, you Uh This is one of my friends on Facebook, ladies. My dear, would you be so kind as to tell them your name and who you are and and uh, and your and maybe your title? Yes, I. I am Olori, um, which uh, is princess in our native tongue of Yoruba. My okay. husband is my husband is Prince Olotona Adebayo. Mm-hmm. He is a Babalao in Oshogbo. Because we're, we're, okay. our lineage is the same lineage as the Aruba Etiyeme Eribuibon. Mm-hmm. And so I, I am so I'm also in addition to being an Ia in my own uh, journey. And being his princess, I'm also his Apache B. Okay. Mhm. Mhm. Uh, thank you so much for that, uh, my sister. Uh, we have just been recently meeting, and we've been chatting with me. Uh, and I already explained it to her. Well, I'm just learning how to text, and and I'm misspelling <laughs> words and everything else. But we're still chatting, you know. And we chat to wee hours in the morning, and we've gotten to know each other. Yeah, uh, so I'm very ha- happy to have someone of our caliber uh, to be the E.I. Baba's only Shango friend. We give thanks for you coming because this is a magnificent journey that is continuing, that we have the honor of really getting to know who our royal Shango to the king is. And the thing that uh, really makes me so excited and happy is because the Oba, the first Oba, made it Mm -hmm. possible for us to reclaim our culture, to reclaim who we are to manifest yes. our destiny and be queens, you know, because he connected us to where we need to go culturally. Okay. okay. And so this is why we are doing this temple in the honor of him for all that he did and everything. I think he would rest so nicely to see that, um, in this day and time, That's things true, are yeah. still moving towards people loving him and remembering him and for all he has said and done. That's mm-hmm. so true, yes. 
Yes. And and I, I know yeah, I just said this, you know, we don't know who will listen to the show before. But can the Ia Baba uh speak to the audience of what our Godfather went through and the sacrifice he made in initiating, even bringing the culture to America at that time, African American people did not know that they were from a culture. They knew they were black, but they didn't know that they had a culture. Can you kind of tell us about what our Godfather went through and the threats he got because he was given the tradition, the religion to black people in America? Okay, so that would be a repeat. But uh, yes, uh, uh, he went through quite a bit. He went through. Uh, tried to get us out of here to take us to Africa to get made. Uh, we couldn't get made there, so uh, they were having to be out for a war, and no one was going in or coming out, so he still had to figure out how am I going to get these, get my people made, you know? And so uh, we came up with the new nation, and then uh, we got him out of here, and then um, uh, all of, of uh, the... Uh, People who were supposed to be getting initiated at that time were mostly founders. We went down and got initiated okay. in South Carolina. Okay. Mm-hmm. So course, he did do a struggle. He did do a struggle. He did put his life on the line. The longer he stayed in New York, the worse it got for him. Uh, but he stayed here long enough to make sure that we had our warriors, uh, our Ileke ceremony. So when we got to him, all we had to do was just move up to Ocha. I said. Mm-hmm. And the Cubans hey. didn't like that, right? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, they didn't like it, but uh, uh, it was nothing that they could uh, uh, do about it, you know. Uh, once we got our king away, our leader who knew how to uh, initiate and do whatever, uh, at that time, we were only receiving one Orisha like they do in Africa. And if you need help from uh, another Orisha, you go to that town and uh, to another village and get help, you know. From uh, no tune, you go to the tune village. Or Shango, you go to Shango village. Obatala, you go to Obatala village. So we were doing it like that. Only thing is we just had the compound with Obatala or tune and like that. But we all only had one Orisha. Uh Anyone else who uh, made, uh, had gotten more issues, as far as myself, Shango, I was crowned twice. I made Ocha twice. I made Ocha once. I was crowned (laughs) twice in real life. That's the way the story goes. I like Shango was crowned twice. I uh, received uh, all the rest of my Irishas here in New York with the Cubans because we didn't have them all. When I went to Virginia, when I went to South Carolina, I was the only one there with all the Orisha. Mm-hmm. And so then um, uh, 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 he made us and everything. And so with the uh, uh, second crowning of mine uh, was in uh, with the Cubans, and they respected the ocha that I had. They did not take my shango and do nothing with it. They just put the rest with it, okay? So Serge respected them. You know, it was like a little battle like. So Serge respected them. When I brought the Orishan came down here, everything was accepted. So I did my my um, uh, my three-month ebo uh, in New York, and I did my uh, my year's ebo in the village. Okay. Okay. So I've been crowned twice. So from your songs, how many songs were you the Were you able to bless with your shango? Excuse me. I said with your shango, I say, how many other shangos were you able to bless? With your shango. I have never made an ocha. I've only been Archibono. Oh, I said. I've never, ma- I've never made anyone. I've only been Archibono. Which is a very important role. 
because you mm-hmm. learn a lot. As yeah, far the Bono is the one that teaches you after you get made, uh, your godfather is finished, you know, old mother. And then it's the Archibono, uh that takes over. And then, and in that role, how many how many uh, in, uh, Yawos did you were you able to teach the Shango mysteries? Teach him the mystery. Well, you know Shango, the Ashe, you know the knowledge of Shango. Because oh, okay. Well, I mean, a lot of things you can't even you can't talk or teach unless that person has the ocha of that pot. So if right. that person has that pot, you know, so that has to be weeded when weeded down to who you know because there's you know secrets with every pot. Right. That's what I was so saying. So it would have to be a pot over uh, to do that. Now, what I have done is uh, more so than initiate into. Um, the uh, actual crowding or putting your chance, I've been doing uh, mostly recruiting. Recruiting with the elected ceremonies and the warriors. I say. Now, those I've done quite a few. Ancestors, the elected and the warriors are the chief foundations. Am I correct, your excellency? As soon as you, I mean, you get like as you know, you should already have been with somebody who has told you, you know, how to set up an ancestor altar. What goes on an ancestor altar? Uh, I got my warriors first, and then I worked up with my ancestor altar. So, uh, so in the um, line of recruiting, I do give uh, an ancestor be with my eleke, with my sets of elekes. I always give the ancestor be. And uh, tell them how to set up their uh, ancestors and how to talk to their ancestors, and uh, so forth and thus far. Hello. I say we do hear you. Okay, I thought I dropped you. No, no, Mm -hmm. ma'am. So this is my contributing. If that answers your question. Uh, So far, uh, uh, I'm not going to say I'm not going to never make an ocha. I probably will. You know, but so far I haven't been one that's you know been making notes. Well, you know, every role in the process of becoming an Arisha, you know, crown head is important because it is a journey and it does take a lot of commitment to making yourself better. A lot of people think that when they get ultra or when they get crown that they're responsible for other people, but we have to start with ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that is such a magnificent journey to have done it 47 years, you know, and, mm-hmm. and it is. And I'm still doing it. <laughs> I'm still doing it. And I'm, I uh, uh, my, 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 my uh, most update that I'm doing now is that temple. That's what I'm all excited about now. That's what I'm the uh, are working with the Arishas with now. You know, for those blessings, uh, for that, for me, and those who are working with me. I said. I said. It's definitely a This temple is going to be a very big thing, I feel. I feel it's going to be a very big thing once it gets off the ground. And... Uh, we're going to have a lot of people that want to come and worship, you know? I say, and learn. A lot of black people are being recruited by Cubans because there's no blacks in to recruit them. You know, most of mm. our black priests here have died out. Alfred, uh, Alfred, uh, uh, Albert, uh, quite a few of our black priests have died out, you know, that were working with me mm. in New York City. So... The black people are still being recruited by Cubans and going by mm-hmm. what they're teaching them, going by the teachings mm-hmm. of the Cubans. And the Cubans got, they got them good, too, in the head, you know, <laughs> with the local men. Mm-hmm. Okay? So okay, that's but why, you know, we really different. need this temple so that we can restart recruiting our black people back by recruiting, getting their leggings, getting their 
a temple for where they can go and worship and uh, learn the Yoruba system. Yeah. Of West Africa. <laughs> no, we want the Yoruba system here in Harlem. Bani. Okay, Bani. is it, you know, because there's only local needs here. You got priests now that have gone to Africa. You got uh, Baba Lawas, uh that know the African system. Okay, they know the Yoruba system. So whenever I have to do any work with a Baba Lawa, I work with that type of person. I said, okay, don't do nothing with me. That's not Yoruba. They all know me very well. Okay, yeah, you know we're gonna give you the African system of this da 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 da. Understanding me? Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't work with that many of them. I got maybe two or three Babalawas that in New York that I work with, and they know when they come my way, they have to come with the Yoruba system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tell us a little bit more. We know last weekend there were many activities in the cultural community, and I was, I was I'm still waiting. Really, I would love to hear about uh, the. I guess it was the Obatala Bembe that you were invited to, where they all were taking their their bells and prayers uh, in front of a state building. I think that you said this okay. was uh, the Egbe Lukumi okay. or the Cubans, or was that Yorubas? Uh, that was local me. Mm-hmm. That was local me. And uh, the um, Egbe of Obatala <clears throat> decided that uh, they wanted to do something for world peace. Okay. And so uh, they had uh, everybody who has Obatala made bring their bells, and they were going to light candles. And they were going to do a ceremony, everybody ringing, all the Obatalas ringing their bells for world peace. Mm-hmm. I was invited to that. They invite me to their affairs, and I go to some mm-hmm. of their affairs. Because where mm-hmm. else am I going? There's nothing, no Yoruba temples here. There's, you know, not too much function in here but black houses. Mm-hmm. There's one black house here that's uh, a Shango uh, egg bay here that's black. But they are very, very, uh, what do you call it, uh, close with their eggbays and things, you know. They're very close. They uh, And they're very, very strict, you know, and you just don't get into them. They have to know who made you and all this kind of stuff, you know. So they're kind of funny about, you know, so I had to stop dealing and trying to deal with them because uh, the religion is for everybody, not just for the eggbay and just for you to function and, with your egg bay, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you see a bridge being built maybe where those cultural walls will come down because I know, you know, when uh, one of the things, and this sheds light on the question that Queen Mother asked earlier to give like an insight really to our Godfather and, you know, why he departed and, and was just so firm in his stance for the culture was because he felt that the religion just couldn't fly on its own because we are uh, a people that have no separation between church and state than the way we believe spiritually is the way that we live every day. And when these different bembeis went on in the Cuban houses and communities, well, they didn't have everyday household protocols or codes of conduct based on the traditions of the ancestors. They simply had Ocha, religion, Orisha. And so then how a town or village functions was really left out of it. What do you see as the bridge for the temple? Certainly by it having activities, you know, every day besides the Bembe. Something in the background. I can't hear you too well. Something's going on in the background. Could you put put your phone on mute? Okay. Thank you. Oh, that's better. Mm-hmm. Okay, so E.I., you're saying uh, you want to know. I was, yeah, I was asking where the temple brings the culture. You know, when we talk about what the Lakumi or the Cubans have. I can't and, hear you. It's back again. That's background stuff. Something is in the background. Okay. Okay, E.I. Boo. Yes, ma'am. Okay, the question would you continue? I was trying to get to was, would you continue? 
was that if you could speak to the relationship, uh, certainly in the dream and the vision of our Abai Kenny, he wanted people to understand that there was no separation between church and state. And this was really where he departed from the Cubans and the Lukumi system because they were just so focused on the Arusha and uh, Ocha, that kind of thing, without the daily codes of conduct, the actual customs and traditions yes. of our ancestors that make for everyday life. I think you hit on it a bit with the activities planned for the temple, that they're sewing and drumming and, uh, you know, market, uh, market well, this is what This is what Serge wanted to... Uh, be known. What the uh the you don't want to be into something and you don't know what it's all about. You don't know the culture of it. He first started with the culture. The culture grabbed people that interested them, you know? Us younger people. And uh with the culture we learned uh we learned that the culture and uh that became very interesting. So naturally, after the culture, you're doing so well in the culture, and you look so well in the clothes, and you feel so good in the clothes. You know, like, what's next? Let's keep going, you know? And he was there to keep us uh, going to the next step, you know? And so, I mean, he just he just, he just, just opened it up, and then he went further with the new nation and showed you how we can live without a lot of things. Mm-hmm that we're living with now and be happy, you know, <laughs> and live culture because that's what life is about. Life is about living culture. I said. Without I said. culture, you have nothing. Without culture, you can't even have religion. I said. You know, so mm-hmm. therefore, so therefore, um, Oh, incidentally, I'm beginning to be a better keep, better talker by explaining myself. <laughs> um, uh, so with the culture and everything, he wanted us to live it and feel it. So what he did, he said, everybody who puts in money in the new nation, when you get older, you planting your seeds now, you're learning everything, you're going to know how to live on the land, you know, even if you go and come, you're going to know how to live here and what it's about, and you will have your house here. You will have a home. You will always have a home and a place to bury. This will be your home, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, uh, uh, when you go down there and you learn how to live on the land, once you learn, you never forget. Mm-hmm. One year will teach you everything you need to know about the village if your heart is there. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, it was suggested by your highness, that uh, everybody in the uh, 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 Your Highness, our new king, it was suggested by him that if everybody went without electricity for one year, mm-hmm. then the whole village could get solo, and we would never have to pay no more electricity. I see. Oh. Okay. But they didn't go. No one is going to go along with that these days in time. They buck him in the back in the day if. if, if if my godfather suggested that, that's what we did. <laughs> that's right. So and it was being obedient. If he said, look, let me tell you all, uh, we're going to go without electricity for a year, and then we're going to be able to live free without it, you know, because we've already lived it before, you know. We've okay. already lived in the village prematurely, premature, like, you know. So I said to your highness, well, your highness, I could do it. It wouldn't be hard for me to do it, you know. <laughs> she said, yeah, you might be able to do it, yeah, but they're not going for it. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's sad. It's very sad because, like I say, I repeat myself, had it been my godfather, and he said to us, look, we're going to do this thing, we would all go without it for a year because, you know, he had lifted his finger and, 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 and ordered this and ordained this for this mm-hmm. to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, that either you're going to follow me all the way or not at all. I say, mm-hmm. there's that piece about loyalty so you can't and the be leader. Mm-hmm. When right the there. Mm-hmm. You cannot be half-stepping when the king talks. Because it makes a better king of him, especially a young king like we have, you know, a lot of things is going down is not his fault, and I can see through it because I'm an elder. But when he speaks, if he get that direct, move fast, 
let's do what the king says do. He could come up with more ideas and things. You know, he would be a he could be a better king. Uh, he would have a better entourage. He would have so many things going for him. You know, if he had people that were loyal and listened. You know, the gotcha. king is supposed to give orders and you're supposed to follow. You can't have mm-hmm. all of those chiefs and no uh, Indians. Okay. okay. And uh, uh, you have to feel like you're a king or a queen in your own rights, you know, uh, 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 or feel as though you're a leader in your own rights. You know what I mean? If you if you're not a if you say I'm not a leader, I'm not a follower. The king is telling me to do this and do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not a follower. Well, you don't belong there. Mm-hmm. Benny, it's true. I freed me. Mm-hmm. This is our show, Ed Day. I could Ia Baba tell us a little bit what it was like to live in Oyotunji without electricity and the pump that everyone met at. Was it much more loving then? Was it much there more? There was so much love in the village that it's a crying shame. Everybody, you never saw anybody sad. You never saw anybody unhappy. And you never saw anybody hungry. I mean, you know, we ate sacrificial foods, you know. The king took care of everybody who lived in that all thing under his protection. Okay. And there was no electricity. Because he had wives that he was not to speak about what we were talking about earlier. Yeah, he had wives that he will not not marry to. But the king has wives that come in all different orders. You have them that come with chicks. You have them that uh, that comes with a marriage. You have them that comes with just business. You have you know these wives for different you know things come with different. That's uh, <laughs> so, uh, I, therefore, I was a wife, you know, gotcha. and I was under his protection. You know, gotcha. I ate well. I was never cold in the offering. I ate. I was never cold. I can't say that, uh, you know, if I can't take care of myself now that I'm going to be taken care in the royal offering, I must get my own food. I must make my own heat. I must make my own cool. But that is the difference uh, in how things have changed, Hmm. okay? Because Mm -hmm. my godfather took in his kingdom Mm -hmm. 101%. Okay, he built your houses. He had uh, had made sure that he had what that kingdom needed. He had... Uh, Ilares to do the building And he got right out there with him too He didn't do a lot of building But he could build He had Ilares That did everything that he needed done And it was nothing But just to lift the finger and say do it That's why the village is what it is today That's why the village is built Because he had loyalty And he had people there That respect what the king say and okay. did what the king say, respect what the king say for them to do. No other way could all of Tunji be built other than the way he built it. It was built because of the respect and the loyalty that people had for him. Okay? Mm-hmm. Well, as it's winding down here, I strongly suggest that we give the GoFundMe and the information where okay. people oh, yes. can get in touch with you and do donations. Okay. All right, people. I have um, doing a fundraiser for the temple, and I, uh, it's greatly appreciated that if you make donations, you make them to www.gofundme.com, and that is for the Gods of Africa Yoruba Temple. And all donations will be appreciated. Mm-hmm. I say. Mm-hmm. And you know, people don't have to give a lot of money. If a thousand of us gave five dollars, we would have enough for to start the process. That's right. So because we've been on the show. We've been on the show for a while. And uh, 
and I'm sure we've got some listeners, some that are too, some that talk and some that don't, and we haven't gotten uh, any kind of funds as of yet in the uh, GoFundMe.com. And I want you people to know how important it is that you donate to this. Uh, All of you who knew Serge, there are plenty of you in New York that knew Sergeant. There's plenty of you still living. So let's come together. Let me know that you're still alive because there are so many of us that are evil. You know, back from that time, day and time. Mm-hmm. It's not that many of us, but there's some of you all out there just like myself and the and the uh the chief Omolade. Mhm. Mhm. And there are some out there who uh Serge was the first one who put Elekes on them. Mhm. And now they're in the local me houses. Mm-hmm. Okay? Right. Which means they didn't give up the religion but they had no other place to go. Unless they went to the village. And people in New York were used to leading their living their own lives, you know, they're not used to being uh foretold what to do and how to do it and da da da, you know, they used to living their uh lives a lot. Everybody is was not uh 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 material for the village. Material village uh, for the village. Everybody was not village material. I say, and it's important that our children, who are the rainbow tribe coming back, that they receive the blessings of the Orishas because this is the 21st century. And awareness and conscientiousness is on the planet. And we now know that the spirit of our ancestors are uh, is is every as far as as our lives are concerned, they're everything because we got yes. our DNA from them. And, and these and babies all, that are being born, these babies that are being born right now, uh, that are being born to uh, Yoruba parents here in this country. You know, they need a place to come and give their name and ceremony and initiate their babies and give their babies naming and ceremony. Okay, my baby is born now. Okay, I'm going to the temple and make my uh, whatever I have to do and so that we can have this name and ceremony for my baby. You know, we want to do all of that in the temple. Just like you are going to have a baby baptized in the church. We need to have our children. Baptized and they're not going to just get it by just getting it. It has to have a place for them to go to receive it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we're absolutely certain that the uh, power and thunder of Shango has heard and spoken. <laughs> And uh, it has been so wonderful. We couldn't depart the airwaves here with te- without saying how wonderful it is, really. Many will know in the days to come how very precious it is to have the stories and the wisdom for from an elder such as yourself because okay. it doesn't, yeah, there, there are not any really other <laughs> of your statue in, mm-hmm. in our midst. And so we, we have just been humbled and honored to join you these past few weeks uh, in hearing the journey. And we look forward to the grand opening and the launch of the temple there in Ashay. Ashay, as we wind down, we have one minute, but uh, I have been so honored to facilitate this discussion that it it it, it is the larger story, and so that we will forward into more stories of queens on the planet and uh, all the uh, my friend is my uh excuse me but is my friend still online you know the will probably uh-huh. was not able to come into the uh thing i know that he's a very busy uh, oba very no busy no no chicken. that wasn't my question my question was 
Oh, you're, well, you're old. Well, the young lady who was my friend, did she stay online or did she get cut off? Yes, she's still no. online. Okay, uh, I'll talk to her after the show. I say you are magnificent. I do well, Laurie. I bet that thing. I don't know if she heard you or not, but she probably did. She's on. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Okay. Ia Baba Oni Shango, it has been a magnificent journey with you. I honor, I salute you. And I thank you for for bringing your great ashe and blessing the ears of the listeners. We love Let you, all listeners. And we thank you and we ask you, please, go to GoFundMe and and go to the African, what was it? www.gofundme.com. Ashe. And look for the, the gods African Africa, gods. The gods of Africa, Yoruba temple. Ashe. 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 And we, we, we and, ask. Uh, I will, and I thank you for having me on. And uh, if you uh, ever want to do a replay, just call me and let me know. <laughs> well, you know, Chief Iababa Onishango, this is not our last discussion. And we will always, always look for elders to support us. So whatever shows we do. I wonder did E.I.O. Yolanda ever get on? Hello? Uh, Yes. E.I.O. Yolanda, did she ever get on? She was an elder. Uh, No, she didn't come on this week with us, but... We are honored to have you. Okay. The journey is magnificent and may continue for many, many years. And may we all stand together in front of the temple rebuilt for the African gods that our magnificent Oba, because he's Oba to all of us, black people. Gone through the process of the Yoruba culture because we would not have known it had not it been for him. So we can thank and hopefully his son who will reign. Hopefully his son who is reigning now at this time will be happy about this holy event. Ashe, and may he continue his reign in justice and fairness. And may he follow the instructions of his father so he will be successful. And ladies, queens, I bid you good night. Thank you so much for joining in. This has been a magnificent finale. I share. (laughs) And I thank everybody who uh, joined in on my behalf, my godsummer and my and my very new friend on Facebook that I fell in love with. <laughs> and right. I thank you, Ia, and I thank Ia Boom and E, my only E, Ochun, everybody. Thanks a lot. More to pray, more to pray, more to pray. May the blessings of Shango go with all involved. May the blessings of Shango um, rise at the tip of the fire. Okay, may Shango's fire burn high in your hearts and in your life. And may his flame burn high to give you light wherever you walk. May his uh, uh, wonderful um, gift of uh, Owo, he sees that you get your share. (laughs) And that he sees that... uh, all your financial needs are taken care of. Ashe. Take care of Shango and take care of Shango and he will take care of you. Ashe. Ashe.
Oh, buddy, yeah, yeah. 